Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 11th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. They are the title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're dealing with some type of injury from an accident, I send you to where you're going to be treated like family and most importantly, Get the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Very slow time on the sports calendar right now. These first few days of this week, that's always how it is. Tomorrow's known as Black Wednesday. 
Last night, we had the Home Run Derby. Tonight, we have the MLB All-Star Game. That involves a poll question for today. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. I know everybody loves that. Calm down. We'll get to it. All right. Also, we're going to bring back an old segment on the show today. That's right. We're going to try to bring back an old segment. We'll get to that coming up. There are a couple updates. Not good. Not necessarily bad either, but not really good updates as far as Damian Lillard is concerned. You hope that this isn't going to be a situation like Kevin Durant last year, where we're waiting for the Durant news, and instead it goes into the season. Durant was never... There was never an issue with Durant not showing up to play if he wasn't traded. I can't imagine that being an issue either with Lillard. If the season starts and he's not traded yet, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I don't think it's going to be an issue in the, in the terms of him not showing up and playing. Will it cause other issues? Yeah, probably. We'll get to that. But how stupid? I mean, think about this. Because what, the Lillard trade demand was about a week and a half ago, right? I think it was not uh, 10 days ago. I think it was two Saturdays ago. And think about what you were doing that entire day, right? You find out it was late morning, right? We find out that Lillard wants a trade. Okay, cool. Then you find out he wants a trade to the Heat. And what were you thinking about? Before I give you the answer, because I know the answer. Before I give you the answer, what were we all doing once you found out Lillard wanted to be traded? The answer... We're refreshing our Twitter feed like every 5-10 minutes waiting for the trade announcement. Well, fast forward, we're a week and a half later. We're no no closer to getting any type of Lillard trade. And now you got the Blazers GM, who by the way seems really over his head. Now you got the Blazers general manager talking about we could be months away. I mean, think about it. How stupid do you feel now? Me included. We were refreshing our Twitter Every few minutes waiting for that trade to come through. We're 10 days later. We're no closer to a trade. So silly. Now when you go back and think about it. Anyway, so we'll do a little bit of that. That's obviously the big story down here until it happens. You got all-star stuff tonight. And we're going to bring back a new segment today. We'll get to all that in a moment. So last night, though, the home run derby. Uh, You had Vlad Guerrero Jr., Vlad Guerrero Jr., first ever father-son combo that winds up winning the home run derby. Everybody loves Vlad Guerrero. Everybody loves Vlad Guerrero Jr. So they're the first father-son duo. That's fun. Okay, I watched very little of the home run derby. Very little. And here's the thing. I don't care so much about the home run derby. Well, I guess I don't care at all about the home run derby. But here's the thing. It's a weird place that Major League Baseball finds itself with the Home Run Derby. Now, it's not like the Home Run Derby is broken the way that every few years we do that with the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Slam Dunk's broken, you know? And then they tried adding all kinds... Actually, I think the Slam Dunk went away for a year. Then they tried adding all kinds of gimmicks. They had a wheel that you gotta spin at one point. They they take it out. They've added in all kinds of different rules. Uh, This... The slam dunk kind of stinks. The home run derby is not like that, where it certainly doesn't stink. It's not broken. But here's the thing. It's too long. 
it's too long. So as a result, okay, the way the format used to be, all right, you would have, there was no clock. Remember, I was talking about this yesterday with Alex Curry from FS1, where you got the clock, the home run derby, that they're keeping that format. And that's been the format for a while now. But it used to take so long because there was no clock and they went with, you get 10 outs. So if a guy is super hot, it could take forever. Then eventually they added the clock and the clock was fun, right? But then they changed it even further where it used to be. So there's a clock now, however long it is, uh, two minutes, three minutes, whatever it is. It used to be that you pitch, you swing, you hit as many home runs as you can in the time allotted, two minutes or whatever it is. You couldn't throw the next pitch until the previous ball landed. Well, they changed that a few years ago, where now you could have the pitcher up there just pitching machine style. He's tossing him at you, tossing him at you, tossing him at you to try and speed things up. Not only to speed things up, but to also make it so, hey, if you're behind by a certain number of homers and the clock is running out, you got a chance to catch up because you, if you hit a moonshot, you can't throw another pitch until the ball hits, until the ball touches down. So they changed that. So now as a result, it's almost too fast because what happens is they got a split screen up there now, right? Because you got to see the pitches being thrown. You got to see the the swings being taken. And then on the other screen, the split screen is where the ball's going. And it's all happening so fast. On the left side over here, pitch swing. Over here, the ball's somewhere there. Pitch swing, ball's somewhere there. It's too fast. And you can't tell what's happening. The only way you can tell what's happening is you're looking at the score which they're keeping up top there. And you can see as it ticks up and ticks up and ticks up and you got the clock there and everything. But what it used to be was the fun with the home run derby. He takes the swing. Then the camera pans over to the ball. Like, oh my God, is it going to go? Is it going to go? You don't have any of that suspense anymore because you got the pitches that keep coming and keep coming. So it's not like a singular swing where, oh my God, I think he crushed that. Oh, home run. Oh, it, it looks like, does that one have the distance? Oh, it just fell short. You don't get that drama anymore because it's just pitch after pitch after pitch. And you really can't tell what's happening with the split screen and how fast it's going. Now, you had some great performances there last night. The final was Randy Rosarena, Vlad Guerrero Jr. You had homeboy, who was it, Rodriguez, who had a, a 41 in a round, a record, something like that, which you could never have happened before because, like I said, you have to wait until the ball lands before the next pitch. And now you just, I mean, throw them windmill style. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like the home runs are broken or anything like that, but now watching on television... It's kind of hard to follow. And I could tell you, now while this wasn't the format, you had the clock, but not the, you know, throw as many pitches as you can format. Where when I went and I talked about this yesterday with Alex Curry. By the way, if you missed Alex Curry, she was super sweet. She was really fantastic. You can always go back and you could listen 
uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. That's really helpful for me. And then that gets the algorithm flowing, you know? And then I get all the monies and then everybody's so happy for me. So go back and listen to Alex Curry yesterday. She was really sweet. Anyway, I went to the Home Run Derby. I think it was in 16, maybe 17. And one of the most fun events I've ever been to. And, 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 I, and I told Alex Curry, like, the memories are popping up on my Facebook today. You know, I, that is one of the best things about Facebook, right? When the memories pop up, you're like, oh, yeah, that was really cool. Like, the memory that popped up on my Facebook today was, and I think this was 2015, so I think it's eight years ago. Eight years ago today, first ever Zaslow and Joy karaoke. We did that at Frankie's at Gulfstream Park. Massive success. That shit was fun. Romberg drank like a whole bottle of Jack. That was really fun. Great night. Zazzle Joy, Zazzle and Joy show. And Romberg, of course, he went up there. He sang, who was it? He, he was awesome. He, cause he's, he's that, that dude's talented. He's got a great voice. And he sang Black Sabbath, War Dogs. I think that's what the song's called, War Dogs, right? He sang Black Sabbath. Really good. Anyway, and Joy and I, at the end of the show, we sang, what was it? Uh, did we do Total Eclipse of the Heart? I think we did Total Eclipse of the Heart, the two of us, to wrap up the night. That was a fun night. That's one of the best things about Facebook, right? When the memories pop up. So anyway, the memories popped up today also with the Home Run Derby that my son and I went to. And we were first row. I told this to Alex Curry yesterday. We were first row in the upper deck. And... The, and, you know, the way that Lone Depot Park is set up, in the upper deck in the outfield, obviously we're talking about right field. But then, obviously, you got to be dealing with a lefty. And I think there are only two lefties. So, we only we had a chance at a couple balls. One of them that came, the guy right next to me caught it. But I told that story there yesterday. Why I didn't bump him, why I didn't try to catch him myself. I didn't want to make it a whole uncomfortable thing if I bumped into him and then both of us dropped the ball. Anyway, so, that's on the home run derby last night. It, it, it doesn't interest me. It's not like it's broken or anything, but it's a weird thing where the home run derby used to be too slow, so they sped it up by adding the clock and then sped it up even further by making it unlimited pitches. Just keep throwing. It doesn't matter when the ball lands. And as a result, it's too fast. And as a viewer at home, I, I don't think you could really tell what's going on. I think it's kind of hard to follow along. All right. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question coming up next. First, if you guys have a water leak, you can't find where it's coming from in your home. That could wind up being a disaster. You got to catch it before it gets to that point. And that's why I tell you to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. Water Cleanup of Florida at 954-900-8635. You're going to get immediate assistance from my boys, the Greensteins. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all busy homeowners and business owners require. No need to bring in other contractors. They handle the entire project from start to finish, servicing the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954 954- 
900-8635 or go to wcufl.com. You can check out more than 80 five-star reviews on Google. I love getting messages from you guys. Zazlo, thanks so much for recommending water cleanup of Florida. I had an issue. I had a leak in my home and they came over and fixed it up right quick. Super great price. Thank you, Zazlo. And I'm like, no, no. Thank the Greensteins and Water Cleanup of Florida. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So, tonight's the MLB All-Star Game. I'm going to pay attention. It'll get small TV's status in the Zaslow Mansion family room. My wife and I were involved in some shows. We're actually all over the place these days with our shows because... The shows that we're, that we're watching right now, by the way, we just finished The Diplomat, which was on Netflix. It was like six episodes. Carrie Russell, Rufus Sewell, really like that show. We, we like all those government, like, terrorist kind of shows, you know? So, speaking of which, we're involved in a couple shows right now, but they're, they're, they're weekly episodic shows, right? They don't all get released at once. I kind of like what Prime does with Jack Ryan. So we're watching Jack Ryan right now. It's the final season. I think it's season four. John Krasinski, of course, who I love. But we're watching Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. And they release two episodes every week. I kind of dig that. So we caught up on Jack Ryan last night. We watched a couple episodes. We also watch Cruel Summer. Now that's like YA kind of stuff. For those of you who aren't cool, that's Young adult. So, we did Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer Season 2, which has... It's it's on Freeform, but you can watch it all on Hulu. And that comes out weekly as well. So, we watch Cruel Summer 2, which we really like. It's That's, that's kind of... Uh, Cruel Summer is like guilty pleasure. I will say, though, while I do recommend it, Season 1... And, and they're, they're different... They're completely different stories, the two seasons. Season 1... So much better than season two. I like season two. It's it's fine. Season one, so much better for me than season two. So we're watching Cruel Summer right now. We're watching Jack Ryan right now. I feel like there's one other show. We got time for all these shows. It's like I said, they get, they get released every week, you know? What else? I, I feel like there's one other show that we're watching. Anyway, so we're we're keeping up with our shows. We're catching up on stuff. That's going to be big TV status in the Zaslow Mansion family room. All-Star Game will be small TV status in Zaslow Mansion family room. So, I will have it on because I want to watch Luis Arise, who's starting. Want to watch Jorge Soler. He's, you know, Jorge Soler is likely coming up for a pitch hit opportunity. So, we'll keep an eye on what's going on there with the, with, with the, uh, excuse me, with the MLB All-Star. But we have... A poll question today, okay? Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. Here's what we got. This is very important stuff. All right. Make sure you go vote at Zaslow Show on Twitter. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. Who has the best All-Star game? That's right. All-Star game tonight, Major League Baseball. Who has the best All-Star game? And your choices, MLB, NBA. MLS, NHL. I did not put NFL because I'm pretty sure the Pro Bowl doesn't even exist anymore. So your choices are MLB, NBA, MLS, NHL. 
right now the leader with 49% of the vote. MLB, how about that? 34% is NBA, 12% NHL, 5% MLS. Here's where I'm coming from. I think the MLS All-Star Game is probably really good. Don't they do MLS stars versus the world? You know, don't they? Don't they? Isn't there like another All-Star team? Didn't they do it a few years ago? They brought the All-Star team from the Mexico League to play against the MLS All-Stars. That sounds pretty cool, but I don't have a lot of experience with that, so I can't vote for that. The one that I vote for, which is the correct answer, MLB has the best All-Star Game. MLB All-Star Game is the best one. The NBA All-Star Game is dog shit. I mean, how many times do we have to have a conversation about how do you fix the All-Star Game? Nobody tries the NBA All-Star Game. It's a disgrace. And we already know the NBA player loves two things more than anything else. To complain and to not play. The NHL All-Star Game, while the guys essentially try, the NHL All-Star Game is unwatchable. And you guys know, I love the National Hockey League. I love hockey. NHL, the All-Star Game was here this year. NHL All-Star Game, unwatchable. First of all, I don't even understand the format. Number two, there's no hitting. There's no checking. If you're not going to have forecheck, if you're not going to have backcheck, if you're not going to hit guys, that's not hockey. That's just a pickup game, and it's bullshit. The NHL All-Star Game, unwatchable. NBA All-Star Game is embarrassing. It's insulting to the fans, and it's unwatchable. The, the, now, that doesn't necessarily just leave the MLB All-Star Game as the best one by default. The MLB All-Star Game is the best one because it's the best one. And here's the thing. The main reason, as far as I can tell, the main reason why the MLB All-Star Game is so good is because baseball is such a hard game that if you go out there and you're not trying, you will be embarrassed. You can't go up there and half-ass it. You can't go up there and lollygag. If you do, you're going to be embarrassed on national television in front of everyone. And we actually saw this. Remember, this is like a dozen years ago. All-Star, I'll never forget it. All-Star game was in Yankee Stadium. Dan Ugla was representing the Marlins. And he had like three errors in the eighth inning. And that just goes to show. And and I'm sure he was trying. And when you're trying, baseball is still super hard. Imagine now if you're playing in a Major League Baseball game and you're not trying. How you're you're just going to be undressed. You're going to be embarrassed. So baseball is hard enough when you're trying. And that's why in this game tonight, you're going to see all the guys try. Now, that makes it the best All-Star game. The part about the baseball, the MLB All-Star game that I don't like, I don't like there being a new pitcher every inning. Like the starting pitcher tonight, uh, Zach Gallen is starting for the NL. I forget who it is <coughs> for the AL. And by the way, Zach Gallen starting for the NL. What was, what was Derek Jeter's best move as president of the Marlins? He sucked. What was Derek Jeter's best move as president of the Marlins? 
It was trading for Jazz Chisholm, right? And we like Jazz. But Derek Jeter's best move as president of the Marlins involved trading away the guy who is starting pitching the All-Star game tonight. Jeter sucked. I hate his guts. I really do. Nobody wants to talk about it. You know who's the only person who's who's not afraid to talk about? Samson. David Samson's the only person who's not afraid to talk about. Boy, he was going off last week. I want to fraud Derek Jeter's. I love to hear it. So, we like Jazz Chisholm. I've already told you my stance on Jazz. I like him a lot. I think he's a nice player. But when Jazz Chisholm's your best player, which is what he'd been the last couple years, your team sucks. And guess what? The Marlins sucked. Now he's, he's not the best player anymore. He hasn't been playing, and you look at what the Marlins are doing. But Derek Jeter, we can all agree, his best move was acquiring a nice player, Jazz Chisholm. And it required trading away one of the best pitchers every year. And the guy who was starting in the All-Star game tonight for the National League. Jeter sucked. He sucked. And no one is willing to say it. Anyway. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You got to try in the All-Star game. Oh, what I was saying. I like when the starter, let the starter go two or three innings. And pigeonholing everybody into the lineup, into the game. Like there was, hell, there was one year I believe was where Jeff Conine, representing the Marlins, didn't get to play. There was another year where Conine was the MVP. But I think there was a year where Conine didn't play. Somebody for the Marlins didn't play. And that sucks. But it's all about the experience. You're there. I, I don't love that they have to make sure they get everybody in the game. But anyway, that's that's a small little stupid thing to be annoyed about. So go ahead and vote right now. Who has the best All-Star game? Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. Very important poll question so we can make sure we continue to get about our day. That's today's poll question. MLB right now is the leader at 49% of the vote. And by the way, I'm not done with Jeter. This certainly seems to be relevant right now. For Give me a second here. I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm not. He sucked. I, I, got a, I got another little note for you on Derek Jeter and his time here with the Marlins in a moment while he goes on my television sitting next to Big Poppy and Alex Rodriguez with that fake-ass smile. He sucks. I hate his guts. But first, I got to tell you guys, it's summertime, and you may be saying to yourself, Zaslow, 
Do you know where I can get a new car? I don't know anything about cars. I don't know where the good deals are. I don't know where to go. Luckily, you're listening to your boy, two-time championship broadcaster right now, and I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. You know I'm about to tell you about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. The only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors, and you're going to let a member of their friendly sales team navigate you in the right direction. Whatever you're looking for. Outback, Crosstrek, Forester, Ascent, WRX. You're looking for a spacious SUV for the family. Maybe you're just looking for something for your daily commute to work. Something to have some fun in. Whatever it is, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is your only stop this summer. Take the summer off with North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Make no payments for 90 days when you purchase any North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicle that they have in stock. So easy. Shop NFLSubaru.com. That's so easy to remember. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So I happen to just see, by the way, you want to talk about, you know, trades that Derek Jeter made, guys that Derek Jeter brought in. You remember, it was six or seven years ago when Derek Jeter, he signed uh, uh, the Cuban kid, Victor, 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 Victor Mesa, and he sucks, and guess what? It looks like he's about to be cut because he threw a tantrum in Jacksonville, and he left the team, and don't forget that Derek Jeter spent $5 million dollars to sign Victor, 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 Victor Mesa. I mean, Jeter was awful. And nobody wants to tell you about it. Nobody. Except for David Sampson. And I tell you a little bit. But David Sampson, he's the only one speaking truth to it. Anyway, Jeter. Sucks, man. Sucks. Alright. We're gonna get to the heat stuff in a second here. But first... To bring back an old segment. That's right. How about for the first time ever on Zaslow Show 2.0? What if we bring back? Let's do some Twitter Jam. That's right. Today's episode of Twitter Jam. First time that we're doing it on Zaslow Show 2.0. Okay. Let's see how this works out. Today's Twitter Jam is going to be on probably the biggest story in the country right now, right? We're talking about Northwestern football firing their head coach. Pat Fitzgerald's been that been with the team 25 years, head coach for the last 17 years. Allegations of hazing, uh, systemic racism, really bad. We're talking about sticking objects up the culo. I mean, terrible sexual stuff involved with the hazing. So stupid. Some of these kids are such losers. Anyway, I under when it comes to hazing. I understand certain aspects of it, but I think certain aspects of it you wouldn't consider hazing. I'm talking about when you got to sing in front of the whole cafeteria. I'm talking about when, you know, you got to dress up like a girl when you're walking to the bus. I'm talking about like you see the Major League Baseball all the time where the bullpen, they have to wear uh, the Hello Kitty backpacks across the field carrying their stuff to the bullpen. I'm talking about when you got to carry your veteran stuff to and from the bus. I'm talking about Shaquille O'Neal or Goran Dragic telling the story that one time about how Goran, his rookie season in Phoenix, see, Goran was Shaq's rookie in Phoenix. And Shaq, throughout most of the season, 
was making his rookie, Goran Dragic, carry around his keyboard on the road trips. Goran had to carry around the keyboard everywhere they went, to the bus, to the airplane, to the airport, back to the hotel. Goran was Shaq's rookie, and he had to carry Shaq's keyboard. And then one day, Goran finally said, how come I never see you playing this keyboard? And Shaq says, oh, I don't know how to play that thing. That kind of stuff. Like, I don't even think you want to call that hate. Funny story, right? I don't think you want to call that hazing, but that's the type of, like, hazing that I think everybody's okay with. When we're talking about sticking stuff up dudes' asses, I'm not so sure we're okay with that part of hazing. And look, I have... I have Most of my friends at the University of Florida were in... You know, you hear about this stuff with fraternities all the time. And it still goes on. A lot of them don't allow it anymore. A lot of them, it still happens. And my friend's fraternity... I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want anyone to get in any kind of trouble. But all my friends were in the same fraternity at UF. And... They told me the stuff that they... Like, I didn't have to do it because, remember, I transferred to UF. They were already in the fraternity. And they told me about some of the stuff they had to do. And, yeah, really, really shitty. Not cool. And this is the type of stuff, maybe even with a little bit of violence involved, we're talking about here with Northwestern. So, after originally just suspending Pat Fitzgerald over the summer, by the way, not even for games, I don't think, they have now fired him. And shit has hit the fan. So, today's edition of Twitter Jam. We will start out with Danny Cannell. So, Danny Cannell, former football player, FSU, CBS Sports HQ, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Radio. Danny Cannell tweets out, I, this in response to the firing, I hate this. Pat Fitzgerald is a good human who cared about his players deeply. He ran his program the right way and has a stellar reputation. I have never heard anyone have a bad thing to say about him. This feels wrong. Well, I mean, I would add in here, you know, ran his program the right way. This is probably not running the right program the right way. All right, here's a little bit more from Danny Canal. Something feels off in this whole Pat Fitzgerald situation. Unlike a lot of my colleagues in media, I will not rush to judgment or call for his firing. Danny Canal a lot of times has like the offbeat opinion. When it comes to a lot of this football stuff, like the concussions, he thinks there's a war against football going on, you know? Anyway, all right, that's Danny Cannell's opinion, okay. How about this tweet coming from The Carton Show? We know it's hosted by former now, former WFAN radio personality, Craig Carton. And this tweet says, Craig Carton speaks on Northwestern firing Pat Fitzgerald's mid-hazing scandal, quote, I applaud Northwestern by not hiding behind him being a star former player. All right. I mean, Craig Carton, he's got a bit of a checkered past. Everybody knows that. He was in prison. But Craig Carton here, all right, he doesn't like what was going on with the Northwestern head coach. Okay. How about Pete Thamel tweeting out, college football senior writer for ESPN. Here's a statement attached from Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald to ESPN, which includes that he's hired a high-profile attorney to, quote, take the necessary steps to protect my rights in accordance with the law. More from Fitzgerald. Quote, I was surprised when I learned that the president of Northwestern unilaterally revoked our agreement without any prior notification and subsequently terminated my employment, end quote. See, this is going to be a lawsuit now. He is still owed a lot of money, and you read that final line. 
unilaterally revoked our agreement without any prior notification and subsequently terminated employment. We're talking about their agreement where they agreed he's going to be suspended. More on that coming up. This tweet now is from Omar Jimenez. He's a correspondent with CNN. Not surprisingly, this is the type of story that transcends sports. Omar Jimenez tweets out, while the investigator found no credible evidence, Coach Pat Fitzgerald knew of the hazing. Fitzgerald had, quote, the opportunity to learn what was happening because it was widespread, according to Northwestern University President Michael Schill. Yeah, it's one of those deals where if he knew about the hazing, you got to be fired. If he didn't know about the hazing, how the hell do you not know about the hazing? These college coaches, football coaches especially, they know everything that is going on with their players. This next tweet is from Front Office Sports. They're involved in the business of sports. Per Andy Staples, former Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald had an estimated $42 million remaining on his contract at the time of his termination. Yeah, that's why he's got an attorney. This tweet here is from Clay Travis. Very controversial. Outkick.com. He tweets out, Prediction? Pat Fitzgerald will be an assistant with Nick Saban or another big-name coach for a year or so and then get a much bigger and better job. Well, while I do agree in theory with what Clay Travis is saying there, the part that I would disagree with, it's not like Northwestern was some kind of juggernaut. Go look at what they've done. Did they just have a one-win season? They suck. I don't know that Pat Fitzgerald necessarily merits getting a big-time job. But in theory, I agree with what Clay Travis is saying there. All right, more Twitter jam. This tweet is from Ben Stevens. He hosts the morning after on Sports Grid. He writes, all of these things can be true about Pat Fitzgerald. Dedicated 26 years of his life to Northwestern. Most iconic figure in program history. Positively impacted countless people. His program had serious far-reaching issues. And he's responsible for those consequences. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. And finally here, the final tweet comes from Michael McCann. He's a legal expert at Sportico. And he tweets out, I've updated my legal story on Northwestern firing Pat Fitzgerald to reflect his new statement. Key point, Fitzgerald believes NU had no right to convert a suspension into a firing without new evidence or facts. Expect a big legal fight over procedure. That right there, I feel it's kind of like a smoking gun. Yeah, that's probably a big problem. They, they decided there was an investigation. They decided on a punishment. And then, likely due to some public pressure, and the student journalist, by the way, that's right, the student journalist at Northwestern uncovered a lot. But based on the investigation that they did, they then, with no new information there, decided to, you know, do the right thing and fire him. But the problem is that at first they decided, okay, this is what we're doing. So there you go. That right there, I think, is an excellent point made by legal expert. I mean, I don't know if he's as good a legal expert as our former co-host, Amber Wilson, but that right there, legal expert, Michael McCann from Sportco. And that right there is the debut edition on Zaslow Show 2.0 of Twitter Jam. All right. I like that. I think that went okay right there. How about that? So I think we'll probably start to incorporate that on Tuesdays into Zaslow Show 2.0. All right. You guys know I've been telling you how you got to make sure you're getting that good sleep, right? Well, 
I'm getting the best sleep of my life, and that's because I sleep on sheets and giggles. We're talking about the most breathable, softest, coolest, natural sheets that we all sleep on now at Sheets and Giggles. Over 100,000 Americans are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, one of the great sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. My man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. Look, great guy. Also sponsors on the Greg Cody Show podcast with Greg Cody. You've heard of Sheets and Giggles on the Levitard Show. That's where you know Zaslow Show 2.0 is really taking off. Once Sheets and Giggles jumped on board. That's right. Sheets and Giggles, though. Cares about the environment. Zero pesticides. Absolutely no insecticides are being used. And I love this. You know when we're trying to put the fitted sheets on and it's a pain in the ass. You're stretching it out. We're talking extra deep corners that fit easily on our mattresses. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus pillowcase? A a eucalyptus pillow. I got myself a eucalyptus pillow. I also got myself the only sheets I'm ever going to use. Sheetsgiggles.com. You guys are never going to have to look anywhere else for how to get the best sleep possible. Sheets and giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. All right. Let's get to the Miami Heat here. So, let me give you a little update here from Wojnarowski. All right. Here's Wojnarowski last night. And we know Wojnarowski's carrying water for the Blazers. We know that. He's, he has no sources with the Heat, and he's been getting the info from Joe Cronin and the Blazers' front office. Nonetheless, nonetheless, here's Adrian Wojnarowski giving an update on Damian Lillard last night. You know, these processes, listen, they're often built around having deadlines in place, a trade deadline, the NBA draft, uh, the start of free agency. There's not a deadline in place now, really, until training camp opens. Uh, in late September. Uh, nobody's playing any games this summer. Uh, a lot of rosters are pretty well intact now after the close of free agency. And so you don't have trade packages built around uh, picks and an upcoming draft and uh, all of those factors. And that leads to a very slow trade process because Miami is the team, certainly, I think that is most motivated to trade for Damian Lillard, that is most willing perhaps to take on uh, the $60 million average in his last two years at 35 and 36. There are other teams like, you know, the Los Angeles Clippers who would love to be a part of this process, but, you know, don't necessarily have uh, the kind of assets, you know, to really get involved. Portland doesn't love what Miami has, but it may be the best that they can get. And now it's going to be a process over perhaps this month, August, maybe into September, for Portland to try to extract as much as they can from Miami. It isn't like Miami comes to the table and says, here's everything we have for Damian Lillard. Here you go. It doesn't start that way. They're gauging what Portland has uh, offered to them elsewhere. This is going to be a slow process. All right, so that was from Woj last night. Let's, Let's get into what we're hearing there. Joe Cronin, Blazers general manager, is in no rush to trade Damian Lillard. It feels like he's being stubborn. It feels like, all right, I already have to be the general manager who trades Damian Lillard. Luckily, because we were having a standoff where I don't want to be the one to make the first move, and I'm hoping that he does. And he did where he requested to be traded. Because both of them wanted a divorce. Lillard wanted out, but didn't want to be the bad guy. 
doesn't want everyone to be mad at him. The Blazers, they want to rebuild, but they don't want to be, you know, the the general manager doesn't want to be the one who traded away the most, like, arguably the best player in franchise history, arguably the most popular player in franchise history, and also doesn't want to be responsible for not getting a good return for him. They both want a divorce, but they didn't want to be the ones to pull the trigger. So, the Blazers, I'm sure, were relieved that Damian Lillard asked for a trade. But now, because it's just one team, you got the general manager in a situation where he feels like he's trapped. You put a rat in a corner, and he feels like he's been trapped. And so now he's pushing back on that. He's like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm not going to be forced into this. I'm not going to be known as the guy who A, traded away Damian Lillard and also had to settle for this deal over here, which by the way, we'll get to that part as far as the deal that the Heat are offering, but it just feels like Joe Cronin is being stubborn for the sake of being stubborn. Like it feels like if he had two deals and the Heat deal was a little bit better than the other deal, just a little bit, just a smidge, he's going to take the other deal. Because he doesn't want to take the Miami deal. He doesn't want to say, yeah, I took that deal because you forced me to take it. No, no. I want that one over there. Oh, what? It's not as good as the Miami deal? Eh, it's just about as good. I want that deal because I'm doing it my way. That's what it feels like is going on with the Blazers general manager, Joe Cronin. So Wojnarowski says Portland could drag this thing out in order to get maximum value. Why? Why would Portland, now maybe they will, but why would Portland do that? There's a couple things we're talking about here. If they're going to drag it out to get maximum value. And again, I think you have to take this report at surface level, understanding that Woj carries water for the Blazers. That's his source. So there's an element of it where Woj is reporting what the general manager is telling him, what the general manager is thinking, but also... There's an agenda there that the Blazers are pushing through the most famous NBA reporter there is, Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN. So just remember that. But this whole idea that the Blazers could drag this out in order to get maximum value, why? If you think that they're going to drag this out in order to get maximum value, you think the Heat are going to bid against themselves? There are no other offers out there. We know there are no other offers out there because where are the other offers? The Blazers would leak the other offers to try and up the ante from the Heat. Why would the Heat up the offer and bid against themselves? You have an experienced GM on one side and Pat Riley on the other. Pat's going to just panic and start bidding against himself? Why Why would the Heat do that? That's not going to happen. Pat's just going to start bidding against himself. Okay. And on top of that, not only are the Heat not going to bid against themselves, but the Heat are coming off an NBA Finals appearance. It's not like the Heat are a lottery team and it's, all right, we'll add this, we'll add this, let's... We got to get this deal done. No. The Heat just came off an NBA Finals appearance. They're not a desperate team that needs to do everything and anything. Now, 
you may want to have a, a conversation about, all right, do, do the Heat really need to stand pat? Like, does it make sense for the Heat not to do a huge move? Does this Heat team have enough to actually win a championship? Or was this the team getting hot and it was kind of fluky? Like, that's a different conversation. But the reality is, and this is likely the way the Heat think and what they believe, is we were just in the finals. We don't need to up our offer. We don't need to do anything crazy. Obviously, we have a really good group here. You're not going to back us into any kind of corner. And, by the way, there are no other offers. This is a general manager, it seems to me, who is in over his head. That's what it feels like. And, you know, if it, and, and Joe Cronin at a press conference recently said, if it takes months, it takes months. You think that's good for your team? If this takes months? You think it's good for your team if we get to training camp? And Damian Lillard is still on the team? Now, I don't think that there's going to be a situation where Lillard shows up like Ben Simmons with the sweatpants and the cell phone hanging out while he's begrudgingly doing drills. I don't think that Lillard's not going to show up. I don't think that's what we're talking about. But you think it's good for your team for next season to start, for training camp to start, and Lillard is still on the team, to have a potentially disgruntled star player and have the media asking the star player and other players, by the way, on a daily basis about this situation and talking about Damian Lillard's happiness. Because, you know, you got to keep NBA players happy. It's a huge thing. It, you always got to check on their happiness. Are you happy? Are you happy today? Is there anything I could do for you? Can I get you a water? What can I do to make you happy? You gotta be happy. But if this takes months and months, you think that's a good thing for your team? It feels like you have a GM who is in over his head. In a second here, I'm going to tell you a part of this whole negotiation or this whole process that's really bothering me. But first... If you're in the need of insurance, you just bought a new home, or maybe your current insurance, you know you're paying way too much. Well, luckily for you, you're now going to get your insurance from the same insurance agency that the Zaslow family gets theirs. We're talking Brunt Insurance. Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers that comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. I've been with Brunt Insurance getting my homeowner's insurance from them for about 10 years now. And that's because I'm getting the best coverage out there. I know I'm taken care of. And most importantly, I'm getting the best rate out there. And wherever you're calling from, look, Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners, you guys are listening everywhere throughout Florida. Some of you guys out of state too. I love you long time. Well, Brunt Insurance was recently rated top five insurance agency in the country, number one in the state of Florida. So wherever you're calling from, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance is getting you that affordable care and the best coverage that you're looking for. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Zaslow, I already got homeowner's insurance. I like my homeowner's insurance, but I need car insurance. Does Brunt Insurance deal with that? Yes, of course. Automobile, motorcycle, boater's insurance. If you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204, you're making the right call. Greg Brunt and his team, they have the expertise and the experience to find the right 
coverage for you. Look no further. Use the same insurance agency that your boy, two-time champion broadcaster Zaslow uses. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Why do people keep saying the Blazers aren't going to just give Lillard away for nothing? How is the Heat's offer... Now, we're just assuming what the Heat's offer is. We don't really know, but we kind of know. How is the Heat's offer of multiple, probably up to three unprotected first-round picks, which, by the way, those unprotected first-round picks, which, if the Heat get creative, can go all the way up to the year 2030, Lillard's retired. Jimmy Butler's retired. This Heat team might be dog shit by then. Those first-round picks unprotected, are very valuable. You're going to get multiple unprotected first-round picks. Oh, the Miami Heat, who have maybe the best scouting department in the world, who know how to draft, and also unearth these undrafted players, guys like Max Struess, guys like Gabe Vincent, guys like Duncan Robinson, guys like Orlando Robinson that we're seeing in Heat Summer League right now. You don't think their last two first-round picks, Nikola Jovic, Jaime Hawkes Jr., you don't think those are good prospects? And then on top of it, stop trying to make out like Tyler Hero is some kind of duck. I love Tyler Hero, and I'm sad for what he has to go through right now. I wish this would happen right now just so Tyler Hero doesn't have to be flailing in the wind any longer. The Blazers, they don't deserve Tyler Hero the way that they've been talking about him. But somehow, Tyler Hero and three unprotected first-round picks and the Heat's past two first-round picks when you know the Heat's scouting department is excellent. That's not going to be enough for a player, Damian Lillard, who's 33 years old and in three years from now is going to be making $60 million as if there's no gamble, there's no risk being taken on the Heat side of things. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so tired of hearing about the Blazers are not going to just give Lillard away for nothing. But I will say this, and this part's important. I think it's a good sign that the agent, Aaron Goodwin, has not said anything recently. I do think that's a good sign. He was pretty chatty last week. Since then, he said that he had a positive conversation with Joe Cronin, and we haven't heard from him since. So, the Blazers can try and play this out in the media to try and get another team to step up, which is exactly what they're trying to do. Except, the agent already warned everyone. He's not going anywhere else. He only wants Miami. Like, it feels like that ship has sailed. But I think the fact that we have not heard from the agent who was really chatty last week and seemed pretty annoyed with the process... I think that's a good sign. He had a sit-down with Joe Cronin, said they had a very positive conversation. He has said multiple times, it's only Miami. And now we haven't heard from him. So I, I feel like the Blazers are trying to play this out in the media. It's not working. If they want to take months and months to get this done, hey, you're over your head. You're not, you're not going about it the right way. But I think the agent not saying anything is probably a good sign. If you're, if you're a little bit nervous about this whole situation, you know what'll make you feel better? You crack open a Johnny. Crack open a Johnny Cuba. If you've never had Johnny Cuba, 
official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You're missing out, man. I love when I get the messages on Instagram, at ZazloJ on Instagram, where of course I'm an influencer. I love getting the message, Zazlo, and they send me a picture or a video of you, of your first pour of your Johnny Cuba. And then I post it on my Instagram story. My man Juan, he loves that. And you love it too because I'm an influencer and then you get famous and everybody's so happy. Be careful with that first pour. I mean, you don't want a ton of foam. That's rookie move, all right? Come on now. But if you haven't tried a Johnny, you're... I love when you guys tell me, Zaslow, I didn't know Johnny Cuba was so delicious. Thank you for telling me about it. I'm like, yeah, of course, man. I just want everybody to have good beer. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Remember, always drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. I I practically live my life by it. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home or your business, hey, that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Let Water Clean Up of Florida tell you. 954-900-8635. Water Clean Up of Florida will tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So I saw this, you know, coming up next month. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Zach Thomas, finally, deservedly so, is going in. Jimmy Johnson is going to induct him. That's awesome. No better guy to induct him. We know Jimmy, great talker. Nobody is going to be prouder of Zach Thomas on that day than Jimmy Johnson. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So this is the final round of the home run derby last night. Vlad Jr. has 25, and Randy Rosarena, he's creeping up on him. Here's the furious finish as he comes up short. That's, ooh, that's close right there. But here comes the quantity. He knows what he needs to get. I mean, all the players right now are on their feet. Oh, he's getting there, Carl. Yeah, it looks like he's going to get there. There goes another one. Hands are starting to be raised. Not quite yet. Line drive. That may stay up. Popped it up. Got to have one. I don't think he did it. He did not do it. Oh, my. Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. I'm going not a big deal. I, I wasn't watching it live. I mean, it seemed like a fun finish in that old deal. But if I decided I don't really care about watching it, how could that be a big deal? I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Here is Pablo Torre. We're big fans of Pablo. Yesterday on the Dan Lebitard Show. And Pablo Torre here... Uh, Hard to disagree with his stance here on Pat Fitzgerald's firing. People have to decide, like, this guy. (laughs) Like, the reason he claimed to not be um, deserving of firing, that he didn't know this was happening, is also, to me, the reason he should be fired. If he didn't actually know it was happening, but it was this widespread and all around him. Like, either way, it's that, inst- again, it's that paternal Penn State echo of, like, what should you have known, even if you claim you didn't? Because either way, it seems pretty indefensible. The GM of the Astros claims to this day he didn't know about the garbage cans. You're a college football coach. Your entire job is to know everything that is happening in your program. And Pat Fitzgerald is a leader of young men. That's his whole thing is that they do things the Northwestern way and they raise upstanding men like... He, you have to know everything going on in your program. And so even cynically, I'm realizing like, okay, leader of men guy, 
but leader of men guy who goes one and eleven last year and who was three and nine before that. Like I understand that he is representative of this high watermark in Northwestern's otherwise like pretty sad history of football accomplishment. They have these fancy new buildings and all of that stuff. But now if you can't sell yourself as leader of men guy and you are then going to suffer the recruiting consequences when you try and convince parents of kids who would get into Northwestern that this is the place for you to thrive as a young man. What are you even doing there? Yeah, I'm going big deal. Hard for me to disagree there. It's like I said earlier in the show. If you knew, you're out. If you didn't know, you're also out. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, remember Alex Curry, who we had on the show yesterday, after she got done with me, she was going over to a media day for the All-Star, where you got a bunch of the players who were kind of sitting in a booth, and media can go up and ask all kinds of questions. So Nick Castellanos, he's sitting there yesterday, and apparently his favorite superhero is Scooby-Doo. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. You said Scooby-Doo. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. Fair enough. Okay. And, and he saves, he's, he's, he solves mysteries. So I think that a dog that can talk and helps people by saving, by solving mysteries, I think is a superhero. Checks off all the superhero boxes, has special skills, and he helps people. Correct. All right, this is a big deal because... It's a ridiculous answer. Scooby-Doo is not a superhero, all right? Scooby-Doo and his crew, they solve mysteries, but superheroes aren't afraid. And Scooby-Doo and all of his pals are constantly afraid, and they're constantly running away from the danger. Now, yes, they're solving crimes, but they're always afraid. You ever see Batman afraid? You ever see Iron Man afraid? You ever see Superman afraid? They're always afraid. Terrible job out of Nick Costales. I'm not going to tell him who to like is your favorite superhero, but Scooby-Doo is kind of a ridiculous answer. So I'm going big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, WCUFL.com. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! There you go. Great show on a Tuesday. All-Star game tonight. Uh, I mean, you got you got WWE NXT tonight. I'm not sure, uh, you know, if I'm really into that this evening. I'm not sure if I'm feeling that. It might just be me and my wife catching up on shows with the All-Star Game on the small TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room. I don't know. We'll see. I can't predict the future. Hey, thanks, everybody, who helped put together a great show today. I always appreciate your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.